You're listening to the Sport of Business podcast powered by the 321 Go Project. We've talked with over 500 gym owners just like you, and every week we'll bring you the best of the best. We chat with industry experts as well as deliver advice that you can use today. For more, visit 321goproject.com. Hey there, Sport of Business podcasters. Let's get rolling today. Uh, but first, I'd like to talk to you about the Affiliate Gathering. Uh, the Affiliate Gathering is coming up in, on August 21st through the 23rd in Park City, Utah. So I'm sitting here looking at a schedule of events, and it looks like it's going to be an awesome weekend. Um, kicking it off, we're going to do a programming Q&A with Chris Spieler. Uh, same thing with Carl Paoli regarding uh, Freestyle Connection. Uh, we're going to do workouts. We're going to hang out. There's going to be some breakout sessions. But a lot of good information is going to be shared, um, not only in the breakout sessions and in the presentations, but also in, in the social aspect. Uh, I'll give you guys an example. I went to a seminar several months ago and was just chatting with somebody in, in one of our breakout sessions, and we discussed this idea of uh, price anchoring. So making the the barrier to entry, the cost of entry to your gym being at or more than what the recurring cost is going to be and have that provide an anchor point for your customers going forward. So that's just an example of one thing that I learned going to a seminar that has paid for itself over and over and over again. Um, it And it just kind of the return has paled in comparison on the attendance fee. Now, this is not going to be uh, a seminar per se, but um, as you know, when a bunch of uh, gym owners get together, undoubtedly we're going to be talking about business and some things that have worked really well for us. So, uh, end of this month, I know it's coming up, but if you have at all the ability to get there, I'd highly recommend that you do. All right, so let's dig right in here. Um, Marketing. I spend a lot of time online. I, I'm in a lot of different forums and, and threads with, with different gym owners and actually even some non-gym related business forums and marketing comes up all the time. That's all we, you know, I feel like these are the things that we talk about continuously as, as small business owners. And I was trying to think of how, if we're approaching this the right way, and then I got to thinking about some questions that I see come up a lot in some different uh, gym owner forums and some different online communities. And the one question that we see all the time is, hey, what is one thing that you guys have done to get people in your gym? Like, what are you doing to get people in the door? Things like that. And, and as gym owners, I was trying to think of maybe a question that we get from our athletes that is comparable to this question of what are you doing to get more people in the door? And I thought of the question that I hear all the time. There's two questions that I hear. Maybe you guys don't hear this as well, but this is a question that I get from my athletes a lot. What should I eat? And the second of those questions is how do I get stronger? Now, I know they want me to tell them something in 30 seconds that's going to be the magic bullet for everything that they want, but I can't responsibly give them that. You know, I have to dig in a little bit deeper and say, you know, what does your day-to-day look like? What are your goals? What are your motivations? What is your history? Uh, What have you tried in the past? I mean, there's a lot of things to unpack in those questions, and the same is true for that marketing question. Uh, you think if there was one answer that would just flood your doors with a bunch of new athletes, 
we would all be doing that. Um, but that just is not the case. There's not one tactic that is just going to get you all of the members that you want in your gym. Which brings us to the next point. One of the things that we talk about all the time, and the one thing that I see differentiating online communities between people that understand strategy and people that don't, uh, people that understand the difference between education and advice, and, and that is having a strong grasp on uh, your gym's marketing strategy instead of these one-time tactical elements. So I'm going to give you guys the four things that we talk about in the 321 Go Project Academy, and these are how we track our tactics and develop and, and maintain a strategy around uh, these four stages of, of integration or of, of marketing, of, um, of retention, things like that. So these four stages, awareness, interest, integration, and retention. And if you can grasp what your customer experience is, regardless of your business, and see how much time they spend in each one of these stages, then you can just spitball marketing ideas all the time. You can just say, what can I do to meet each of these four stages exactly where they are? Let's unpack them a little bit. Awareness. So I talked with somebody the other day that walked into my gym, and they had spent two years in the awareness phase. I drive by you every single day. I look on your Facebook page. I look on your YouTube channel. I've been aware of you guys for the last two years, and I'm just now walking in the door. So unfortunately, a lot of Jim's marketing efforts stop right here. And you know what? We're at about a time in the market to where everybody is aware of CrossFit. Chances are everybody within a five-mile radius knows that your gym is there. So people, it's not that people aren't joining your gym because they don't know that your gym is there, that it exists, or that exercise exists. It's that they haven't had the opportunity, or maybe you haven't given them the opportunity to move down to the next stage of, of integration. So awareness. So we know that people can sit in this awareness phase for anywhere from eight weeks to a couple years. I mean, gosh, I'm sure that there are people that have been aware of CrossFit for the last 10 years, um, but they just have not taken action or been given the opportunity to move along in this path. So that's awareness. Interest is the second stage. So interest means that I'm going to take a little bit of action uh, a, a little bit of proactive action towards your brand or towards your business. So let's give an example of this interest. So this could be, you know, like even a Facebook like, or let's say I subscribe to your YouTube channel, or let's say I even call you and ask you what your rates are. Uh, I email you all of these different things. I get on your website and I look at your blog. I, I read about your coaches. These are all just me interested in you as a business. And I, I'm aware that CrossFit exists, and now interest means I'm actually looking for a specific gym. And so these are people on your website, on your Facebook feed, calling you, and they are interested. And right now, they're going to select which gym they're first going to have an interaction with. So we're actually 
comparing so now is we actually see competition come into the mix so we've gone beyond awareness and into the interest phase and now it matters what I look like compared to my neighbors what does my online brand look like what's my persona is my website easy to get around is um, my Facebook feed full of interesting things that meet these people where they are um, so that's interest so moving on, the next stage now is integration. So you've got to think that in this hypothetical scenario, let's say I've been aware that your gym has been there for a year. I've spent the last month YouTubing CrossFit videos, uh, reading about your coaches, looking on your website, just getting a feel for how your gym is. Maybe I stop by and watch a class go on. Now I'm in the, so now I'm stepping through into the integration phase. And so now I'm actually in your gym and I am moving, working out. Let's say I booked an intro session with one of your coaches, whatever it is, I'm actually in your gym and moving. So at this point, I've, I've signed a waiver. I've, I've uh, taken a class. I've done a one-on-one -on -one session. I've done goal setting, whatever this process is. The most important thing here in this integration phase is that you're consistent. So you've got to understand in this scenario, you've got to have this strong grasp of where this person has gone. So they've probably been talking with their coworkers. They're, they're absolutely anxious about uh, walking into your gym and working out. Maybe they've got all these preconceived notions. So at this integration phase, it's very important that your systems are airtight. So I can walk into your gym and with whatever my ability is uh, or whatever my experience with your brand is, I need to walk in and have that be consistent with everything that I was made aware of in my interest phase once I'm integrated into your facility. I get through my on-ramp or whatever you have to bring on new members and now I am in the retention phase. So I am, your marketing does not stop when somebody joins your gym. You have to give them a reason for you to be uh, viewed as the expert. You need to maintain your expertise and your marketing efforts to your existing athletes and that would be the retention phase. Now I know I'm talking about this in really, really uh, abstract concepts but what I want to do is I want to take a tactic that was born out of the strategies that we teach in the Academy and uh, unpack it a little bit I'm gonna use a tactic that you all you're all very familiar with and you've probably seen it all over the internet and if you haven't just google it uh, we're gonna use Danielle's wad and wine as as an example because a lot of gyms myself included had some great success with this as a tactic and the great thing is is that if you understand the strategies and you understand the lifespan of your customers you can just come up with these wad and wine tactic examples all day long if you have a strong grasp of where people are emotionally in the process of joining your gym so let's unpack this all right Let's take an example of a a young lady that is a member of your gym. She's been a member for a year. She's had some great results. And let's call her Stacy for an example, okay? All right, so Stacy's been at your gym and seen great results. Lost a bunch of body fat, got really excited about lifting and PRs, and she's just full-on in the community. And Stacy's been talking to her friends about this for about the last three months. And, you know, everybody's been saying, Stacy, have, 
you know, how, you're looking great. What are you doing? And Stacy says, well, I'm doing CrossFit down there at, at, a, at Matt's gym, and, and I'm having a great time. And then that friend is saying, well, Stacy, that sounds really scary. I, I, I could never go in there. I've heard of CrossFit, and, uh, you know, I, it, it's just not for me. But, gosh, Stacy, I never thought you were the last person I would ever think of that would be doing CrossFit. So in this scenario, Stacy's friend has gone from awareness in our brand to interest. So Stacy is um, talking to her friend about our gym, and then the friend is like, "Wow, Stacy can do it. I can do it. All right, I'm going to go home. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to YouTube some things. I'm going to look up Stacy's gym." And Stacy's friend goes home and she gets online and starts looking around and exploring a little bit more and doing some research. And some of the things that she comes across are still a little scary. I'm still on the fence, but if Stacy can do it, I can do it. Well, so I've I've had this idea. I looked online, I saw this idea for a wad and wine event, and I'm gonna throw it. So we're doing a women's only workout and wine afterwards with a social event, and let's give some kind of incentive for people to bring their friends. So uh, you know, we'll choose a charity and we'll all do a fundraiser and I'll do a matching donation to whatever charity they choose and we make it kind of a friendly competition as to, to what team or whatever can can raise the most money for this charity. Okay. So Stacy then goes to her friend the next day at work and says, Hey, you know what? Good news. We were talking about CrossFit the other day. You should come into my gym. We're doing a Wad and Wine event and it's to, to raise money for this charity that supports something that we all can get behind. And you know, if 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 nothing comes of it, at least you had a good time and you did some good for the community. Stacy's friend says, all right, perfect, let's do it, I'll go with you. So Stacy's friend then goes into the gym, so now we're walking into this integration phase. Stacy and her friend walk in, and they see that, hey, all of these women look like me, this gym isn't that scary, this coach knows what she's doing, let's, all right, let's do this, okay, I'm doing a workout. All right, okay, this is, this workout's hard, okay, I'm surviving though, all right, I'm good. Finish the workout feeling good, I'm sore, I'm breathing hard, but I didn't die. Now I'm going to hang out with all of these people and, and have a good time. You know, we have a glass of wine and chat and we do a big, you know, ceremonial gift to the charity and, you know, do some podium prizes and whatnot. And now Stacy's friend is interested in your gym. How do I get started now? So maybe you do some kind of a drawing for a, a free on-ramp or a free couple personal training sessions. And now Stacy's friend is a member of your gym and she's integrated into that community. And in moving beyond integration, we're looking at retention. So what you've done in this marketing effort, I know that on the face of it, it looks like you're attempting to bring new people in the gym, but what you're also doing is solidifying what you're doing for your members. So, you know, in the example of Stacy, she may have gotten 18 months into CrossFit and been like, oh, I'm not seeing as many PRs as I used to. I'm not connecting with people in the community. But now you've given Stacy an opportunity to have a meaningful impact on your community. And bonus, this charity that you partnered with for your Wad and Wine event is is another community partner for whom you two can both be mutually supportive and provide some brand awareness. So in doing this event, you've captured your members 
everywhere that they're at awareness interest integration and then retention on the part of the members that are bringing in their new friends so when you think about developing these marketing efforts the best thing that you can do is capture people in each of these four categories and in the case of Wad and Wine, we have done that, which means it's, a, it's probably one of the most effective tactics that reinforce our strategies. And the great thing about understanding strategy is that you can then replicate your, replicate your tactics based on your strategy and evaluate how it works. So instead of having this magic bullet of, hey, do a Wad and Wine, that's how you get new members, what we've done is we've said, here's an example of a tactic that hits members in each of the four stages of marketing or stages of integration and retention. Again, I wanted to recap. Affiliate gathering, end of this month, Park City, Utah. It's going to be a great time. Go to 321goproject.com and just search up in the top bar for affiliate gathering there's plenty of information on there the schedule is going to be awesome it's going to be a really fun weekend we'll all be out there having a good time and we would definitely love to see you additionally if you guys like the stuff that's coming out of the sport of business podcast please do us a favor head over to itunes and subscribe so it goes right onto your phone you can listen to it on your commute and also, if you enjoy the content, please give us a favorable rating on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to the Sport of Business podcast. If you found this valuable, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review. For more information, head over to 321goproject.com.